One, two, three, water. One, two, three, banana. Close. One, two, three, juice. Oh, jungle juice, though. One, two, three, alcohol. One, two, three, party. One, two, three, fag. One, two, three, white girl. They're all right here. So close. Wow. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods, the best motherfucking podcast in the whole motherfucking world. Way better than Genius Brain. Way better than No Chaser. Way better than whatever they when they talk about MMA shit. Way better than fucking um uh the other podcast at Studio Seventy One. We out here, baby. Nobody beats us, and if you think you do, let's get into a cage and hug each other until somebody falls asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Bet you'll fall in love with me too. And guess what? I'm taking because I'm married to a lady who's very mean to me. I love her. Samezies. <laughs> um, David, so as you can see, I brought you some Chang beer. Chang. What does Chang mean? Chang is the Thai word for elephant. Oh. Did you know that? Oh, I got a chong dick. You know what I mean? Shit, dog. You know what I mean? Shit, bruh. Hey, bro, you fat like a chong, dude. <laughs> you fat like a chong dick. <laughs> Here we go. So if I brought you chong beer, what do you think wow. food I brought you? Thai food. Yes, sir. Because guess what? I was looking at the Postmate options here, and Jitlada popped up, dog. Jitlada? And check this out. I ordered some shit I ain't never had from Jitlada before. Really? Yes. I was scrolling through their menu because, um, you know, the lovely owner of Jitlada, you know, she be just putting a lot of, like, new shit on there. And she be trying different things out. So I ordered some very interesting items for us, okay? Hi, hi, hi. If you didn't know, Jitlada is probably, you know, since Ty Smile retired, my mom retired, Jitlada is, like, my go-to Thai place when I got that itch. And oh, I like Thai food a lot, if you guys already don't know. Ooh, the thank you very much rice. Okay, so here's the, this right here. Ooh, bro. Soft shell oh. crab <gasps> spring rolls. What the heck? How do you say what the heck in Thai, dude? I like Hong Man Wa. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that means like, yo, what the hell is that? I like Hong Man Wa. <laughs> Yo, I look at this. I <laughs> That's what that just sound like. I dude. like Hong Man Wa. Yeah, you gotta slow it down. It was so okay. fast. First word is alai. Alai. Or, or arai. Arai. Which means like, what? Oh. Arai Kong Man. Kong Man. Which means like, so arai Kong Man is like, what the hell are you talking about, right? Okay. Um, I like Hong Man Wa. I like Hong Man Wa. Yeah, and Wa is just add an extra like, hey yo! <laughs> it sounds like Japanese. I like Hong Man Wa. 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 So. It's like you got cheated on, you just walked in on your wife. I like Hong Man Wa. Yeah, literally, I like Hong Man Wa. So uh, we got some soft shell crab, like summer rolls, spring rolls. 
Um, this is some honey roast duck. Wow. I don't, I don't know how we're gonna eat this, but this is uh, oxtail curry. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. How you do that, man? <laughs> this motherfucker lurched around the desk. <laughs> I've never seen somebody lurch before, but that was a lurch. This man lurched real hard. Um, yeah, so I got some. Uh, I, I just wanted to try this different shit. Oh, good. You smart. Just to get into how complex the Thai language is, all right? Uh, now, Thai is one of those very tonal Asian languages, and a lot of other languages are like this, but just to give you an example, um, and I've given this example before, but and there's other examples, but there's a, a sentence in Thai which is kai 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 which is who sells chicken eggs. And a, an example I used to give people growing up is um, ma means come here. Um, and then ma, ma, wait, ki ma. Yeah, ma means horse and ma means dog. Mm. So very tonal. It's all about your inflection. Jeremy Passion, uh, the other day, because he's doing a show in Thailand, he, oh, he's doing a show in Thailand. Yeah, with with like uh, the other homies. I think Jesse Barrera, Michael Carrion. Oh, very talented people. They uh, very talented. So Jeremy, he's like, hey man, um, randomly, he's like, hey man, um, I'm I'm putting a little like I'm speaking a little bit of Thai in this like video, announcing that I'm going to Thailand. Can you let me know like how it sounds or how like? So he sent me the video. I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. I don't know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to just put some captions or something yeah. like that. Because Thai people, they're not going to be offended. They're going to think it's really cute and adorable yeah. that you even tried. But I don't know what you're trying to say right there. <laughs> That's not it, dude. <laughs> Sometimes, guys, you don't need to do all that. Yeah. A little sawadee kap. Yeah. Kapkun kap. Kapkun kap. And leave it alone <laughs> after that. Then go into English. That's it. You don't have to go. All right, come on. You got to do all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just said that to him, huh? <laughs> What did you have me say in Korean that stood for... Uh, <laughs> This dick is delicious yeah. or some shit? I said, gochu domo mashuso. That means this dick's really good. Gochu domo mashuso. Gochu nomu. Nomu means really. Oh, gochu gochu nomu machuso. Yeah, mashuso means mashuso. Mat is taste, you saw it's there. And what gochu is dick? Gochu is dick. Oh. It also means pepper. Oh. oh. How is it? Uh, this sauce, her, the sauce is crazy. That, I want that thick, sweet sauce with the spicy Thai chili sauce. Thing oh on. yeah, brother! I'm gonna try one of these fucking oh. soft shell crab rolls. <sighs> oh man, mm -hmm. delicious! Give me some of that goddamn curry. You're staring me right in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is mm -hmm. it good? Is that crazy? Mm-hmm. Does it go hard? Super bomb. Pork the core. Does mm. it go super hard? Yeah, man. So if y'all if y'all want some good Thai food, man, in LA, look, it's a lot of good Thai spots in Thai town. But Jit Lada, man. Jazz from Jit Lada. She's super sweet. And, um, you know, they know what they're doing up there, bro. You know, uh, everybody has their favorite spots, right? But Jit Lada comes up a lot, actually, for a mm -hmm. lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, have you been to Jit Lada? Have you been to Jit Lada? And I'm like... 
I have once, and it was fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. There's other spots too that are good, but everybody has their favorites. And I don't think it means that one is better than the other necessarily. It's like, what's your flavor? What's your flavor? But definitely Jitla does up there. Did I tell you about how my parents told me about Jitla? My mom was like, have you ever heard of Ryan Gosling? <laughs> he goes there? And I'm like, yeah, mom, of course I know who Ryan Gosling is. She's like, well, bomb? It's spicy and it's fucking good. Yeah, I ordered the medium level. That's Oh, this is medium? Yeah. Fucking God damn it. <laughs> I'm already sweating immediately. I hit it. I was like, you're spicy? I was like, oh, I forgot. It's Thai food. <laughs> so she was like, Ryan Gosling kind of made this place pop off initially because he, I guess he found it. And then he would go there, order Thai spice level. When he was sick, so he would sweat out his sickness. Because oh. he would just eat it and fucking get drenched in sweat. And so he would go there when he wasn't feeling well, order the fucking curry, Thai spice, and just sweat that shit out. And so, my, and then it started to kind of like get a little buzz. And um, and now they're really kind of, you know, popping out here. It also just does well because it just tastes fucking good. Have you ever seen that video of Ryan Gosling and the Mickey Mouse Club? No. <gasps> oh, my guy. I think I might just show you. It's Ryan Gosling, Justin Timberlake, J.C. Chazé. Oh, J.C. Chazé was in the uh, Mickey Mouse Club, too? Mm-hmm. And they're all singing a Jodeci song. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Ryan Gosling, huh? Yeah, bro. Let me show you. That's what, And that's the trippiest part because it's like seeing Justin Timberlake and J.C. together isn't too weird, right? Yeah. But then you see fucking Ryan Gosling and it's a trip, my guy. Maybe I'll even send you this clip to include in the episode, Robin Couch. Um, For the young bloods out there, Jodeci. Amazing music. Check this out. The legends. Oh, now we're just going to let David watch this clip while I eat. Oh, yeah. This dude wasn't in NSYNC, so no one cares about him. He's not even named in the title. <laughs> That's so fucked up. I know. little pitchy. There's J.C. Chazé. Uh-huh. Dressed up as a monk. <laughs> That's that 90s R&B look, dog. Yep. Well, it's all white boys. Oh. Oh. Okay. Where's Ryan Gosling at? Where's he at? Yeah. Gosling might be like the best part. Hell yeah, that Casey and JoJo. This dude came out of nowhere. That's Justin Timberlake. Oh, I thought that was Ryan Gosling for a second. I'm like, dog, his voice, def- his balls definitely dropped. Okay, Ryan Gosling's next. Wow, Justin Timberlake's voice is so kiddish here. Mm-hmm. That's Ryan Gosling? It is! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's... <laughs> How fucking funny is it that Ryan Gosling has, still has the same face? <laughs> he has the same face that he did when he was 12. Yeah. It didn't change at all. And it's fucking beautiful. Interesting. He looks a little... Like, the in the Barbie movie, is the first time I saw Ryan Gosling, and I thought, oh, he's looking a little... A little old, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, this oxtail, though? Should go crazy, dude. You're right. This medium is kind of... 
Okay, I thought it was just me because I'm sweating like a bitch right now. No, nah, that shit is um. I took my first bite. I was like, <laughs> um, oh my god, it's delicious. What were we gonna say? Uh, uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh, oh, you know who also mm. was looking a little old for the first time ever? Who? Mario Lopez, dog. <laughs> oh my god, hold on. I'm so glad you brought this up. I wanted to bring this up on the podcast. Okay. So we all know Mario Lopez from Saved by the Bell, right? If you're young out there, <laughs> Saved, by Saved by the Bell was iconic, right? Mm -hmm. It was a very iconic sitcom. High school students, drama, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. We all loved it. Hot girls. You, we had um, the Kelly Kapowski here. Amazing. Beautiful as hell. Fun. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I love her so much. <laughs> Mario Lopez does a video where he's like reviewing Mexican food. Mm. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. So he does um, Marisco's El, El Bigaton, Bigaton. Okay. Right? Really good spot, right? Mm -hmm. Marisco's Jalisco's is my personal favorite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we look at him as AC Slater. Yeah. Super white voice. Yeah. Right? What's up, guys? What's going on? His Spanish is fluent as fuck. And yeah. he actually has like a slight accent when he speaks English. Really? Yeah. Now that you've heard him speak Spanish, you hear his English, you hear his accent? A little bit. He's like, he was like, yeah, man, this right here is, is, is delicious, eh? We're like, what the? Everybody in the comments were shocked. It's like, <laughs> oh, so you had to like vocally train yourself mm. to not speak like that. Mm -hmm. But he's the OG, dude. Makes you love him that much more, man. He's amazing. Oh. How come I don't hear your Korean accent? Huh? What do you mean, sir? <laughs> I, I do, you know, when I, on the podcast, uh, I do hear a little fobbiness in me a little bit. Really? When I, I fuck up my sentence structure a little bit. Hmm. And that's not like a, you know, grow up in Sacramento type of thing. That's just me having Korean be my first language. Interesting. And so sometimes, like, the sentence structure gets fucked up a little bit, and it's very Korean-esque of me. Hmm. But I couldn't speak Korean for probably a majority of my life until the latter years when, when I moved to L.A. So that's what's interesting, too, is um, my Thai got better when I got older, then it got bad again. Mm. But I think maybe something happens when you, you know, as, like, children of immigrant parents, maybe a piece of you almost tries not to lean into your language. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. kind of avoid it a little bit. And you get older, you get over the bullshit, you realize it's part of who you are, it's your culture, you want to be proud of it, and then you actually finally embrace it. And then, you know, you get a little good at it, you know? Because mm -hmm. I remember I would go to Thailand as like a 14-year-old, 14, 15, and they'd be like, oh, his Thai's surprisingly good. Yeah. You know, as opposed to I remember being like eight and speaking and they were like, oh, he, you can hear his American accent. And me being like, I'm right here, my mom's friend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can you not, you know? I mean, it's also too, I think for them, they'll say that at first and they, they meet other people's kids and they can't speak Thai at all. Mm. And so the fact that you could is shocking. Even for me, like my Korean's not good. No? No, it's not good. But I went to Korea, and then I was speaking Korean. I could conversationally speak here, and then I understand everything that they're saying. Mm -hmm. And they were actually shocked because mm -hmm. most American people that come to Korea, mm -hmm. they say they can speak Korean really well, but their Korean is actually really, really bad. Hmm. It's not that good, right? <laughs> A great example. Because I know Dom on his podcast, he says his Korean is pretty good. It's not. <laughs> I think it's good for uh, American Koreans, right? Mm. But I've heard him speak Korean. It's actually not good. So like, um, like a, even a couple of friends who met him before, they're actually shocked because he says that his Korean's pretty fucking good now. Mm. And they heard him speak. They're like, your Korean's not good at all. But I think it's his. It's it's him in reference to other Korean American people who can't <coughs> speak Korean. Right. But when you go to Korea, you know how bad your Korean is, right? But I think mine. I think I'm just a little more. I, I'm a little harsh on myself because in my mind, I think like I'm the, the worst Korean speaker ever. But when I went to Korea. And I heard other people speak Korean around me. I'm like, oh, this person said he was good. I'm way better than him. 
but I think it's just because my um, my parents, my mom can't speak English. Right, right. Um, and that's for you too. You're so sweaty right now. I am. <laughs> and I'm hopefully, I'm trying to make sure that this thing can cool me down because I'm dying right now. I was just, I was trying to listen to you, but I was so distracted by like the beads of sweat rolling off your cheeks. <laughs> We're going to take a break while David gets himself together. <laughs> Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. A lot of Thai restaurants in particular, they have a, when I go there and they give me their levels of spice, whether it's one to five, whatever, I ask them, I'm like, now when you tell me it's a five, is it five Thai spice or five white people spice? Mm -hmm. Because I know it's a different scale for their customers. You know what I'm saying? And... Even me, I got cocky one time. I went to your favorite noodle place, uh, Paort. Paort, and um, I ordered some boat noodles. And I was like, you know what? Give me that level five. I can handle it. I'm oh, Thai. Shit. And it, it fucked up my whole experience. <laughs> I, I couldn't even enjoy that shit. I, I tasted nothing. My tongue was numb. I, you know, there's people who get that shit, though. Like, it's not there for a comical reason. Oh, no. It's people. My dad could completely handle it. Yeah, I, there was these people next to me. They were like Cambodian. Yeah. And he was like... Oh man, it's like oh, this is a little spicy. And I'm like, which one did you get? It was like, oh, I got the the five. I was like, dude, that's as high as it goes, man. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Because oh yeah, I like I like it a little spicy. I was like, that's not a little spicy. Because mm-hmm. I had um, their um, it's like a step above medium. Mm. That shit fucked my week up, dude. It, <laughs> like I just tasted chili oil in my mouth, mm-hmm. and it burned so bad. But for me, I don't I didn't want to waste food, so I just ate the whole thing. Yeah. I had diarrhea for fucking like two days straight. Killed me. It fucking killed me. Bruh, my mom. So Chia loves Pat Grapau. You know, that's my shit, right? And Chia loves it as well. But for some reason, my mom's, my mom's telling me no. <laughs> no, my mom's tongue is like, you know, used to the Thai shit. Because like, we'll be like, can you make it not spicy? And my mom one day we'll drop off some kapow and she'll be like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I tried to make it not spicy and it's the spiciest I ever made. And she dropped off some uber spicy kapow one week. Uh-oh. Chia could not eat it. Chia literally couldn't even eat the rice that was close to it because of it got the fucking essence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, this shit's fire. I'm going to eat it. But so I, I eventually finished everything. But I would have to mix Mad rice, mad egg. Mad, I fucking threw some vegetables from another plate in there, and I'm like tackling it one bit at a time because it was it was a lot, brother. What is the reason is like to why we like spicy food, right? Like, what is the thing? I don't know, man. I because here's the thing: I like the taste of chilies. Like chilies taste really good, right, right, right. So that's why sometimes, like, I just wish I could have this chili, but you could just remove the spice from it because <laughs> the flavor is so amazing. Well, I mean, that's the thing: it's the it's the flavor of it that's delicious, right? But some people like that pain. Some people like pain. Some people are sadistic. Some people like a little 
pain in the bedroom, twist their nipples. I used to mess with a girl who would say, bite my nipples so I can come. And I'm talking about I would bite them hard, dog. Blood? Not blood, but in my head, I'm like, I'm a little nervous for how hard I'm biting these nipples right now. Because she was like, but she was like, when she was about to come, she'd like, bite my nipples. And I'm like, this is kind of crazy, bro. I had a girl who liked to be slapped. I didn't like it. <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like hitting. I the butt, yeah. fine. But I'm talking about in the face. Oh man, that's just I'm a, I don't know, man. That's just <laughs> that's just kind of that's just kind of cool sometimes, but bro. I'm so much larger oh, than this true. person. That's you know what I mean? True. It just that's feels true. like I'm hitting a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's not fun for you. <laughs> Let me call up Chris Brown real quick, bro. I had a homie. He started messing with this girl. They both kind of learned that they mutually enjoyed that. Mm-mm. They used to fuck each other up. I'm talking about they would smash and be bruised up by the end of it. They slapped the shit out of each other, biting each other, fucking bite marks all over, teeth marks, bruises, and they would love it, dog. No. No. <laughs> the first girl who um, was a Filipino girl who told me to strike her. Mm-hmm. I remember I did it like light. And she was like, that's a fucking turn off. Like, fucking hit me. <laughs> and then um, I hit her, and she fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. She hit me back. I fucking grabbed her hand. I was like, don't ever do that. Like, don't hit me. <laughs> Dude, lame. Play no, well, long. Well, here's the thing. It gets me into a bad headspace. Mm. It, it, it turns into, like, anger. Oh, God. So I don't like it. Yeah, you know I mean? Because it, it feels like somebody's assaulting me. But for her, she loved it. And I just, that shit would take me out, though. Because, mm. I, I don't know, maybe it's because of, the, like, how hard she would ask for this. I had big hands. Yeah, true. And it was just weird. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even fucking kidding you. I slapped her. Her, like, this area was a little swollen. Mm. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I, uh, well, I have little hands. <laughs> I'm a little man. I have little hands. I'm a little man. And, uh, you know, I don't, but I'm also, but I am heavy-handed. You feel me? Like I got, I'm a big boned boy. Mm. I'm little, but I got big, dense bones. So I have been in a situation where me and this particular partner enjoyed the slap, and I got a little too into it, and I slapped him one time, and she was like, mm, "That one was a oh. little much." <laughs> she was like, "Maybe not that hard next time." Gio told the story of just getting knew of a Bart slapped in the ass. I love this story, and he hit her so hard she just started crying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love this clip from JK News when he talks about how, like, he slapped her in the ass so hard, and then she, like, started crying and ran away, like, <laughs> like a little puppy dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, how hard did this boy hit her, dude? Wow. He probably slapped the shit out of her, dude. Mm-hmm. Some people like that stuff, though. They do, they do. You know, I've never, um, would you ever, like, get tied up? No. <laughs> I'll never let somebody do that shit to me. <laughs> I mean, to your kink is your kink. It's just yeah. for me, I don't like... Not being in control. Yeah. So they're like, oh, good segue. Uh-huh. Your girl. Not, I, I didn't mess with her. But she was telling me what she likes to do. Mm-hmm. And she likes the the, the BDSM thing. Mm-hmm. So the, the guy that she was with at the time knew that she was into this stuff. And he was like a really wealthy dude. Okay. So he turned his bedroom into stuff with all the hanging shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so you like to be hit? She goes, no, I don't like to be hit. I like doing it to guys. So she does the whole thing with the melted wax and all mm. that other shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. I was like, how long do you guys fuck for? Like, how long does that fucking take? He's like, it's pretty long. I'm like, no. We're not doing that for like an hour. Yeah, for me, it's like, all right, well, uh, I came. The The candle hasn't really melted yet, but uh, yeah. 
<coughs> you want to watch Netflix or something? <laughs> no, this is a pretty long ordeal. It's like very <laughs> sensual. And she yeah. said like role playing and all this other stuff, which look, that's probably a turn on. An hour though? That's long, man. Bro, one time I was uh, taking a class in college, human sexuality class. Oh, no, no. I think this class was called the uh, seduction, some shit. It was some shit that was like related to human sexuality, okay? Mm-hmm. And my professor is like, did you know that an hour of sexual intercourse can burn up to like 300 calories or something like that? And I'm like, me little fucking dumbass freshman making jokes. I raise my hand. I'm like, how many calories can I get with like a strong 15 minutes? <laughs> like an aggressive 15. <laughs> the whole class laughed. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I love course. it. I got off on that shit, dog. That's my kink. Fucking being a disruptive joke maker, dog. Listen, you know teachers, as long as like you're really cool with the teacher, they find it funny too. That one did not. Okay. She did not like me. She basically failed me because she did not fuck with me. Really? <laughs> Pulled me out of class one time to tell me that I was like disruptive. And I was not a dick like that in that class. I was like participating. Yeah, I'd make the occasional joke, but I she she had a vendetta against me. Um That's actually kind of weird because a lot of my teachers. As long as they're not making fun of them and the jokes are there, they would just have a good time. Dude, most of my teachers fucking loved me, dog. Mm-hmm. It was just a couple. That teacher from my human sexuality class and also fucking Mr. Skult. Mm-hmm. Goddamn bitch ass, weak ass Mr. Skult. My freshman year, honors English class at Bishop Montgomery High School in Torrance, dog. He took over. The last half, the second half of the year, because the first half of this year was a dope teacher. Her name was Miss Fitz, uh, Miss Fitz Dash Simmons. Miss Fitz Simmons, she was the shit, dog. She had a fucking, she loved just the English language and literature. She made us excited about literature. She Amazing teacher. Cool. She was dope, right? She would like, she had this thing she would do where she would have a cup of coffee every day, a little to go cup of coffee, and if we said something that gave her chills. She would drop her coffee, not even being funny. Like, she'd be like, give me a contrasting, like, blah, blah, blah. So be, she loved the word morose. Like, that was her hack. If you would say, like, it's optimistic. The poem was optimistic yet morose. She would go, huh, and she would drop her coffee. That's so funny. And she would literally drop her coffee. And because it was covered, it would never spill. But she, if we could make her drop her coffee, it was like, yes, you said some profound shit, right? She was dope. But then she ended up marrying a dude that lived in England. So she moved to England with him oh. midway through the year. And we got a fucking bitch ass skull dog dumb. with his leather jacket, his green leather jacket, and his dumbass haircut. He was so trash. He did not understand me. Even when I was trying to be a real ass student in his class, like trying to participate, he just thought I was being goofy the whole time. And I was really just really trying to like participate. He ended up giving me like a D. It was so whack. I had a professor in college <clears throat> who pissed me off like none other. Mm. Because first of all, this was just a prereq, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going in. By the way, I'm acing all the tests, but I'm not showing up for class because all the stuff would be online. Mm -hmm. And then I was like trying to- This is college. This is college. So who the fuck cares? Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm paying the fucking tuition, Mm -hmm. right? So I can't, oh, I'm getting heated right now. (laughs) This guy, he goes, oh, Mr. So, look who finally decides to show up to class. Mm. And 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 I was like, Yes, because I came for, you know, just to do the test, like every whatever. <laughs> and then he was like, you know, like I should be failing you right now. And I was like, 
why would you be failing me? Like yeah. I'm acing all the tests. Yeah. He was like, participation is a part of your grade. I was like, I know it's only 5%. So <laughs> yeah. if, if I, if I ace all the tests, I get a hundred percent of all the tests. I should still walk away with a 95. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. He goes, that's not how it works. I was like, it is how it works because it's literally in the planner. Like, what do you call that shit again? The, syllabus. The syllabus. It's right there. Mm -hmm. Like it says 5% of your grade. So if I don't participate for 5%, the other 95 I should get if I'm acing it. Mm -hmm. If you fucking fail me, I'm going to go fucking call like the dean or some shit. Like, you, right. I, like, go ahead, do it. Yeah. And I was fucking arguing with this guy in class. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I pay your fucking, I pay tuition. It's your job. <laughs> it's your job to teach. You don't, you're not my fucking babysitter. Mm -hmm. I started fucking arguing with this dude. When I, I went to like the department head or whatever, whatnot, they're like, no, he can't fail you. Went back to him. I was like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Went right back. I got a 95 and I fucking left. What it's an like, idiot. But it's like, why do that to me? You know what I mean? That's so annoying. Especially because I was a double major. So it was hard for me to be in all my classes. Mm -hmm. So I just did that because I had other classes I had to attend and I was working a part-time job. So a, it's like. A lot of college professors will even tell you like, they don't care about uh, the attendance as long as you're Learning the shit, fine. Yeah. And I'm busting my ass, Especially too. if we're paying fucking $200 for books every semester. Like, just let us read the books. Like, who cares? Yeah, and it's like, if he would have talked to me, yeah. right, he would have known. It's like, oh, this dude's double major. Mm -hmm. You know, he's working a part-time job. Like, he's stressed out. It's like, yeah, dog, I can't be in your class. Yeah. You know? So it was just that type of stuff. It's like that power trip that mm -hmm. certain people get. And that's what that shit is. And it pisses me off. Mr. Skult. Like, also, too, I wouldn't, I'm not making jokes in class. I'm not even there. Yeah. So what's the problem? My freshman year. I had a communications class. I was I was gonna be a communications major, okay? But this shit kind of fucked me up. I would kill it in that class because, of mm -hmm. course, you know I'm good at public speaking, um, just language in general. So I was doing great. Got an A through the whole like semester, the final easy shit, right? But I finished my final fast, so I was like chilling in class. For some reason. I rolled up the test and without even thinking about it, put it in my backpack. I walked out of class and I had, and then so my teacher called me back in a class like the next day. He was like, Tim, I'm missing your final. And I was like, oh shit, it's probably right here. He was like, no, we, I can't have a final leave my classroom. It's a very like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and he's like, I have to fail you on the final. <gasps> because it was like, you know, that could be like considered cheating. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I, I ended up getting a D in the class, even though I was like killing it that whole semester or that whole year. I got a D in the class and that kind of sent me on like a spiral of like trying to, trying to get my GPS back up yeah. for the whole college experience, you know? To the GPS. Oh, yeah. GP, uh, GPO. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> my GPS, I'm trying to find my way. My GMO, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, fuck me up. And uh, after that, you know, it really kind of was like, I was like, oh, fuck this shit, bro. You're really good at school, though, huh? Were you? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I was good. I was good at, like, I was a good um, test taker. And I was good at uh, certain things. Like, history classes, I was never good at. Because, you know, I mean, look back in, looking back on it now, yeah, ADHD, like, I would zone the fuck out, right? Um, oh, isn't that rough, though? Especially when you don't know why. Know why? You kind of feel like you're dumb. I, you know, I, I, I just felt like I'm just easily distracted, and I don't know what's wrong. You know. Have you ever tried to explain to your parents about ADHD? <laughs> I tried to explain it to my mom the other day in the car. I was like, you know, when I was a kid, like you guys used to call me dumb a lot, <laughs> you know. But I'm like, yeah, I went to the doctor. I had this thing called ADHD. She goes, no, you're stupid. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I'm not stupid. All right, it's just I had trouble focusing. Mm -hmm. And I just try to explain to her, like, look at all the things that I'm doing now. 
And it's just because I'm all over the place. She goes, no, you just because you don't pray enough. I'm like, okay, I, I give up. I don't, I don't fucking care anymore. She's like, ADSD, you need more G-O-D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop being an F-A-G. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mom. <laughs> oh, dear. That's not, that's not cool, mom. I know. You little uh, G-O-O-K. <laughs> my, my dad, when, he first, when we first talked about the ADSD on the podcast, um, and, I, and, I made, and I made the joke already, but he was like, you said you have a STD? Yeah. And I think now from reading the comments, he tried to explain to my mom, like, I kind of have some weird, like, mental thing that keeps me from focusing and, you know, mm-hmm. keeps me distracted. Um, but I, one of the main things, like, and we've talked about this before, that, like, kind of resonated me when I spoke to my homie that had ADHD that got diagnosed as an adult is when he, would, he told me that, you know— um, People accuse him of not caring because he would forget about shit. That's that's my wife. Yes, and <laughs> that's my mom. Yeah, yeah. Like when I was little, and she would tell me to hey get this done today, I'd be like, oh, I forgot. She'd be like, if you cared, you wouldn't forget. And I'm like, I'm not disobeying you on purpose. Like, why would I purposely do things to make you mad? Yeah. I literally just forgot, you know. And she just couldn't grasp that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so now it's like, oh. But even explain to like my wife, like she doesn't understand it. Because right? she's never had it. She could focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like one thing that I told her, I was like, let me just explain this to you. And I was being very serious. I was like, you know, when you were a kid and you used to study, right? And, you know, you told me you weren't a great student, right? But it's because you had, you know, you had knew multiple languages. So it was really difficult for you. Mm. Well, I was like, well, during that time in your life, let's say you knew that, right? But now take that frustration. But now you don't know why. Mm. You knew why. Like you knew why because you're like, bouncing from different schools so it's hard to kind of keep up with the curriculum mm-hmm. well for me i didn't have that imagine struggling like that but you don't know why you're struggling and mm-hmm. then you feel like the dumbest person in the room mm-hmm. because i'm sitting there in class looking at other kids going why can't i be like them why can't i be like them how come they can how come i can't do this i was like it was like that all the way through like junior high right and then your parents just keep calling you dumb you're stupid you're not smart i was like when you keep telling me that i don't care about you you're doing the same thing my parents did to me mm. so you, i need you to not do that mm-hmm. it's like it's not that i don't care it's just i get lost in my shit yeah like yeah. why would anybody purposely try and piss off our wives or moms yeah you know like, I'm, I'm not trying to like disrespect you or anything like that and it's not that i don't even care it's yeah. none of that shit you think i want to leave poopies in the toilet <laughs> i don't like leaving poopies in the toilet <laughs> I'm disgusted of myself. I, I truly am. I, hate myself. I, I had to tell Chio once. I'm like, babe, it's embarrassing. Yeah. I don't want you to find my shit. Yeah, you know. Um, Mario caught me the other day because I kept on fucking up because I was supposed to take out the laundry, mm-hmm. but I kept getting distracted along the way, mm-hmm. like going to watching Netflix, then you know sitting down working on a, a podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm just out of nowhere. She just hears in the house. I go. Fuck! And she goes, what, what, what? And I was like, I just keep, I have to get the fucking laundry and I keep fucking forgetting. She's Bro, like, oh my God. Sometimes I I catch myself and I'm like, ah, I'm like, oh man, if, if our security cameras were, were going in the house right now, if they caught me, I'd look so silly because it, it would look like I'm glitching because I'll be like trying to go get something and then I'll think like, oh wait, I should go get this. And I go, oh, wait, never mind. I got that already. already. And I know I'm in the house just doing this. Yep, yep. Like going back and forth in my mind. But physically, it probably looks crazy. Yeah. You know? When I get, you know, the this past summer was tomatoes and shit. <laughs> Dog. <clears throat> when I look back at that, yeah. it's like I looked at my my bank account statement. Do I spend so much money on gardening shit? <laughs> it was fucking unreal. Yeah. And I just kept experimenting with new things. And I'm writing data down. I have like <laughs> charts and shit. She's looking at me. She's like, damn, you don't even do this for like your business. Mm. I'm like, 
Yeah, because that shit's boring. Yeah, and you're obsessed. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with this tomato shit. And I'm still obsessed with tomatoes. It's just the season ended. So now next year, it's going to be amazing, <laughs> dude. So luckily for me, in, even though in school I couldn't retain a lot of information, I was a really good test taker, mm. um, especially in college because a lot of that shit was like essay tests, okay? And I remember specifically one time walking to a class and I was walking next to uh, someone that was in my class and they were like, you ready for this test? I was like, what? What, the, what are you talking about? They're like, there's a test today. It's a fuck. Well, it's, they were like, it's open note, but it's an essay test. I was like, oh, Done deal, right? Easy. So I fucking, I walk in, and mind you, this person, you were allowed two pages of notes for the test, and but we didn't know what the question was going to be. This person walks in, two pages, front and back, so like four pages of notes. I saw the question, and just by like context clues, bullshitted for a page-long essay test, right? And I got a higher grade than that girl that had the fucking four pages of notes. And she was like, what the hell? She was so mad. And I'm just like, I'm just good at the bullshit, man. Hey, college, UCR, there was mm -hmm. a dude named Scott. Mm -hmm. We took one of our pre-work classes we had together. He knows like I'm notorious for not showing up in class. Mm -hmm. um, classes that I did well on were the ones that I liked. Okay. Right. So, but this one was just an easy class. It was like, it was something about, it was like a literature class or some shit where you just read and do whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you write essays about the shit that you read about. This guy went to class every fucking day. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Loser. I got somewhere in the 90s. It was like a low A, like an A minus or some shit on the, on the class, right? This fool got a C oh, minus. God. So it was basically a failing grade. <laughs> and he was so mad at me. He goes, dude, you don't even fucking show up to class. And I remember I, I got kind of mad because I was like, I thought he would be happy for me because we're friends. Mm -hmm. and I just looked at him. I was like, well, stop being fucking dumb then. Yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, it's not my fault. You're fucking stupid. Bruh. He didn't talk to me for a while. Well. I have a similar story, and I'll tell you about it right after this break. Same shit, dog. So after I kind of fucked up my communications degree, I switched over to art. Then I was an art major, okay? And if we're gonna flip the script from speaking about whack professors, my art degree professor in my 3D class was lit, super dope, this guy named Tony. Tony was the shit, I loved that dude. I would go back and sit in his class even when I didn't, like I could go home, you know? I would just chill with him sometimes because he was so cool. So. Art 3D was interesting because it was like sculpting and putting things together with your hands. And we had a very dope assignment one time. It was like, what you do is you take a whole bunch of different textures and make a little collage. You scan that. And then however that collage looks, you have to recreate it with paper and make it a 3D picture. Okay. So anyways, uh, once again, I forgot this shit was due. All right. I show up to class, everyone has their fucking little paper shits, like ready, their little collage paper uh, art situations. I'm like, fuck. I had five minutes before Tony was going to get to class before class started. I'm like, I'm grabbing paper towels. I'm grabbing papers from my backpack. I'm look looking at my, my collage. I'm like, okay, crumple this up, sprinkle this on. I put it together, fucking got an A. Tony's like, good job, A. So this kid, I think his name is Ryan. Ryan kind of pulls Tony to the side, um, whispers. Something I didn't hear. 
Yeah, I'll Tim kind of get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Tony and Tony says out loud, "Well, that's it's irrelevant how long he worked on it. He he did a good job, so he gets an A." Yeah, and I looked at this motherfucker like, "Oh, what's wrong with him? Fucking bitch, dog. What's wrong with that guy, dude? I don't know. What's wrong with people? That's some hateful ass shit. I know. Like for what? You mad because I got shit done smarter, not harder, faster than you? So basically, he went up to the professor was like, "Hey, listen." I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. It, this took me about six weeks. Uh, Tim got it done in about a day. And I bet he was like, that shit took you six weeks? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the fuck are you he's, talking about? Tony's like, it's it's crumpled up paper. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he's like, you fucking snitch. Get the fuck out of he here. He turned around to the whole class. He's like, you guys, this shouldn't have taken you longer than five minutes. Yeah. Tim gets a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Extra credit. You guys overthought this whole process. God. Well, what a weirdo. I know, dog. Some people are like that. Um, I told this before. I'm not sure it was here. Did I tell you about the the? So I, I have like a this African accent that I do. Right, okay. it's a mixture between like my one of my best friends like dad's accent mm-hmm. and this other dude that I met at a community college out in Sacramento. Okay. So this dude, Paper. I understand <laughs> we all come from different backgrounds and lives, right? So how he views how I should live my life, first of all, which is very intrusive, <laughs> irritates him a little bit. Okay. Right. So. I was in community college because I was switching over to go to Sac State. Mm. And, you know, in this, in this class that we were supposed to take, oh, fuck, I don't even remember what the class was anymore. But it was, we, we broke up into small little groups, right? So we had, you know, the professor wanted us to work in small groups so we could work on these things together. Mm. So there was a dude that he wasn't a part of group. So my being trying to be kind, I was like, <laughs> hey, bro, why don't you come into our group? It was this African dude. Mm-hmm. Guy's serious as fuck. That's why people didn't want to be in the group. <laughs> okay. But I was like, look, yeah, I know what it feels like to be left out. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just come here? So after after class is over, we decided to meet up. But I would show up late every now and then, right? Because I was working, I was working as a youth minister and mm-hmm. I was also working a part-time job and helping run my parents' business. Okay. I'm busy as fuck. Okay. And I'm trying to do stand-up. Uh-huh. So I would always give people a heads up. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna be uh, a little late. I'm getting off my shift right now. I'll be there. First of all, it's not even that important that we meet up. It's just that he, the professor wanted us to. And so we're doing it to do study groups. Okay. Come in. This will always give me some stupid ass fucking lecture about my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. You're from Africa. You've seen some shit. I get it. Okay. Don't put that on me. Yeah. He, this, so it's a phrase I always say, and I got it from this guy. It goes, <laughs> he used to always be like, oh, come in. Hey, sorry, guys, I'm late. Um, like, what are we working on? I, I, David, I don't care for the reason. <laughs> always. I don't care for the reason. <laughs> and I would look at him like, are you my parent? Who the fuck? What are you? He's like lecturing me. Well, he didn't care for the reason. I don't, I don't care for the reason. Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to take this seriously, you can go home. I'm like, dog, what the f- I hated him, dude. And it was my fault because I let him into our fucking group. And you hated him because he was speaking facts and you didn't know how to deal with it. No, I don't care for the reason. Well, look, you know I care for the reason because <laughs> I buy raisinets when we go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for the reason. <laughs> Take it out of the trail mix. You <laughs> get so mad. He hated me, dude. Because I would always make little jokes here and there. You don't take this seriously. I don't care for the reason. Well, bitch ass motherfucker. Did you graduate? No, I had a, a few units left, and I dropped out and I moved to LA. Damn, I was kind of close too. Yeah, I probably had like another mm, semester and a half. And I decided that when I was going to leave. Something came over me. Yeah. And I just had this moment where it's like, even if I got this degree, what am I going to do with this? Exactly. Nothing. 
And so that was the thing I made a promise to my mom that I would at least graduate and I could do whatever I want. Same. But I was like, time is ticking though, right? Yeah. And at the point, at that moment, that's when the Alexandra Wallace video blew up. Uh. And then, you know, people start knocking at your door. And at the time, I wanted to be the biggest stand-up comic. Mm. So I was like, I got to go now mm-hmm. while, while, while it's hot. Mm-hmm. So there was a final blue book test. I just stared at it in the class. And I fucking took my little fucking highlighter or Sharpie and I fucking wrote a smiley face inside. Oh, my God. And I just turned it in, went in, dropped out, never came back. You couldn't even take the time to fill in the little bubbles? Nope. I just went, tick, tick, smiley face. And it wasn't a bubble. It was a, it was a written test. Oh. And so I just drew a smiley face, turned in, dropped out, told my parents I was going to uh, leave. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to move to LA. Like, I'm going to do this. Damn. Yeah. And then it was disaster, dude. Fucking dad was screaming at the top of his lungs. Really? Telling me I'm making a big fucking mistake. All this other shit. I was like, either. And I just looked at my dad. And I was like, look, at the end of the day, and this is like, this is like one of those big like adult moments I had with my dad. Yeah. I was like, when you die, I'm left with my choices. Mm. I was like, you're not going to be there to make my choices when you're dead. Mm. And it's like, I'm not going to be a little kid forever. I got to do this for me. And guess what? If I don't make it, those units are still good for like two, three years. Mm. I'll come back and I'll finish up the degree and I'll work at, you know, whatever, a fucking state job. I'll do it. Yeah. All these options are there. But this moment happened for a reason. So I'm going to leave. And he's like, if you don't support me, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm still gone. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then before I left, this is what this little fucking cute ass guy did. He fucking got me a computer so I could edit videos. <laughs> I think my mom forced him, <laughs> but he got me the thing because it's like you know, I he's like I hate that my son is doing this, but he has to make sure he can't be the person in the way of me succeeding though. That's that would make him a terrible dad. That's so nice. So he actually did that for me though. That's great. Yeah, he's a very weird way of showing love, like calling me fat. <laughs> <laughs> I um, you know. My shit, I mean, same shit as I was going through college. I was like, all right, dad, look, I'm going to get you this degree just so you're happy. And I'm going to go do what I want. Right. And then I'm going to go be famous. Right. I would always say that. I'm going to get you this degree and I'm going to go be famous. And I think same shit. Right. It's like once the YouTube stuff started popping off, you start to get little opportunities here and there. And the first thing for me was like I had my first opportunity to do a show in Australia where like, you know, Jay Rise, Lil Craze and them and like the Asian rappers um, on YouTube at the time. And um and it was like, mm. the and the show was going to be during the first week of the new semester. And I was like, well, I could go to Australia and just miss, take the semester off. And I'll just go, you know, when, when am I going to get to Australia again? Who knows, right? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll take a semester off. Did the show, took a semester off, and then I took another semester off, and then I took a year off, and then I took another year off. And once you take that second year off from Cal State Long Beach, they're like, all right, man. Well, you're not coming back. This is it. Yeah. And it just kind of, you know, and I've said this before, but I remember like my mom being like, you're going to, you're going to go back and finish, right? You're going to finish your degree. Right. And I remember just being like, okay, mom, I can, I can go back to school and finish my degree or I can keep paying for your shit. And she was like, okay, okay. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Yeah, man. But it's, and then, you know, I think. Yeah, then they understand. I always tell whenever kids are like, hey, what do I do if my parents don't support my dreams, right? Asian parents, especially. And I'm always like, look, guys, they will change their tune when you start giving them money. So make sure you fucking go hard and make this shit work, you know? Because then they're going to be like, okay. Because I think at the end of the day, they just want to make sure you're taken care of. Yeah, that's their main goal. It's not selfish reasons. Mm -hmm. It's not that. They're just like, you know, if your parents are immigrants and they're working these hard-ass jobs, they don't want you to go through the same bullshit. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) my advice was very different. There was one time I made this kid cry at a show. (laughs) 
think he's over. Yeah, but it's like that would happen a lot where that topic would come up. Say, so my my family doesn't believe in my dreams. I'm like, what are your dreams? Right? It's like I want to be a singer. Cool. Why don't you come up and sing here? No, I can't do it. They shut the fuck up and sit down. I want to hear your shit. Well, maybe they just need some time, David. Nah. But that's the thing, too. It's like, also, too, maybe your parents don't believe in your talent because even you're not going hard for it. Oh, maybe you don't believe in it. Yeah. And then you use your parents as an excuse as the, oh, I didn't make it because of my parents. Or you just didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, too. Like, one of the things I don't like, and this is not just Asian kids. It's like kids who have their parents support them financially through everything. Mm -hmm. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Mm -hmm. If your parents are paying for that roof, they're paying for the food and your tuition, then you go, fuck it, I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. That's not how it works. Right. You fuck it, do whatever you want, but you can't take all their money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How's that fair to them? It's like, how about they could just be like, okay, fine, you don't take it. That's why I tell my parents, too. It's like, look, I don't want anything from y'all. Yeah. I don't want money. I don't want nothing. I'll go work four or five jobs. I'll do it all. If yeah. you want to support me, you can. But if you don't, I'll still do it. And I learned that from my friends who are in, in who I met in community college, mm -hmm. who had like two kids. They mm -hmm. were working a job and they were in school, and they're not complaining. So yeah. it's like for me, I can't take my parents' money and then be like, "Oh, I'm gonna do whatever I want." Right? That's, that doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes with kids, like you keep blaming your parents for the reason why you don't succeed, but you're also just scared because you're, you're for some reason you think that your parents are just gonna disown you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. They'll they'll stop disowning you when you show them you're worth something, mm -hmm. right? Which typically you shouldn't have to do. <laughs> right, I was just gonna say. Right, you shouldn't have to do that. But when they have your best interest at heart and they're taking care of you, it's like, it's not you know, it's not even about showing that you're worth it. It's about showing that like you can survive. That you survive, and 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 you're not just gonna go fuck off and ruin your life. You know what I'm saying? And guess what? When you have a kid, it changes everything. Yeah, you know, like people will always say too. It's like you know, your parents will always like. You'll understand when you have kids. You don't get it now, but you'll understand when you have kids. And they're right. <laughs> You're like, I'll never talk to you again. You're not my son. I have a child. Were they going to come see Grandpa and Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll see Chia being, like, so, like, overprotective of Ada sometimes. And I want to be like, I right, chill, chill, chill. She's good. She's good. And I just think about, like, my mom being so paranoid about everything I would do, you know? Like, no, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, you got you to gotta let her spread her wings, man. My dad would do this shit where... Uh, this is one of the re big reasons why I stopped talking to him was <laughs> he had a habit of telling me I had to be independent, but he wouldn't let me do shit on my own. <laughs> and it would piss me off. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, hey, why don't you just go and learn how to fix your own car and do it yourself mm -hmm. instead of always like dropping it off somewhere? Like when I was your age, I would do it. I'm like, cool. So I'll look it up on Google or whatever, whatnot, <laughs> open up the car. He goes, that's not how you do it. Move aside. I'll do it. <laughs> it's like, dog, what do you want from me? <laughs> And I would, so I would, it would be a hindrance. I couldn't learn anything because yeah. he just never wants me to fail. Mm. But it's like, dog, your boy been a failure. <laughs> <laughs> I've been failing since day one. <laughs> you don't even know me like that, son. Dude, you know what makes me like so sad, even though like I'm also, it's sad and, and, and it's cool at the same time. But like whenever Veda has the acceptance that she can't do something, it's like, it bums me out a little bit, but it also like, I'm glad she is realistic, right? Because mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, she'll be trying to do something. Maybe something's a little too hef heavy and she'll like try and pick it up and she'll go, I can't do it. And it makes me so sad that she has to have those realizations, right? But then also you should have those realizations, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need a little help, right? But sometimes she'll be trying to do shit. She'll struggle a little bit. She'll get frustrated. She'll fucking throw it. 
I can't do it. <laughs> that shit when kids do that makes me laugh so hard <laughs> because we still do that as adults. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. We're better at control. We don't do it as often. But I like the other day, like I just said, I kept forgetting to pick up the laundry. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. And then you just get it out of your system. So I'm like, hey, adults do that too. I taught Veda how to scream into a pillow the other day. Oh, really? Because she likes to randomly just scream now. When she gets she, when she starts to get a little frustrated, she goes, ah, I scream at you. I'm like, okay, Veda, let me teach you a little trick. If you grab this pillow, scream into it, you scream as loud as you can, and it won't bother anybody. So now, like, she'll ah! my friend's little kid's super mad at me because I splashed water in his face. He still won't let it go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still. So they sent me a video the other day. Out of nowhere, he's just sitting and he just goes, I'm mad. And they're like, who are you mad at? Uncle David. I'm like, you little shit. I didn't even do it and you did it. Well, Veda is very mad at you because you didn't wipe her pee that time <laughs> when she had to go potty. I was like, nope, that's daddy's job. <laughs> I'll watch you go pee. I'll pull the pants down, but your daddy go wipe you though. I know. Uh, we, we had Veda's, I mean, we had Chia's sister and uh, her sister's husband uh, come visit like about a month ago and they were helping out a bit. And Veda kind of has a thing where she'll cling to people, you know, like she'll find a new buddy and just cling. So she wanted fucking Uncle Steve to do everything with her. And then so Veda had to take a shit. She was like, Uncle Steve, come with me. So like Steve and uh, Chia's sister, Carla, they went back there to like, you know, help Veda shit. She's sitting there t- on a little potty taking a shit. And then when, and then when it's time for her to, to wipe, she's like, Uncle Steve, I want Uncle Steve to wipe me. Uncle Steve's like, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> this fool was like gagging, just being there. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> oh. yeah, bro. And let me tell you, dog, Veda's shits have been next level stinky lately, bro. She'll be sitting there immediately and she'll go, my nose is smells. Wow. And I'm like, that's your shit, baby girl. Yeah, that's you. You better hurry up and wiping your fucking self soon. Oh, no. I want to wipe her poops forever. No, sorry, Tim. They got to grow up eventually. No, she no, has to no, wipe no, her own no. stuff. No, I will wipe her poop until she's uh, 100 Eight, years old. 18. <laughs> 100 years old. It's like, Dad, can I just wipe myself now? <laughs> it's like, no. I'm like, nope. And you tell your fiance he's not doing it either. Your dad's going to do it for the rest of your life. In you fact, hear me? I'm wiping your fiance's butt too. <laughs> he no longer is allowed to wipe his own butt. Come here. Both of you. Yeah, bo- both of you. <laughs> Get over here and let me wipe your butt bumps. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Fields. Shout outs to Mario Lopez. You are a beautiful, beautiful Mexican man. I love you so, so much. And in fact, all the Mexican people. A friend of mine just moved here from Atlanta, and he was like, dude, Latino women are built different. And I'm like, you have been missing out. Yes. Yes, he has. Um, also, after this, uh, after these holidays, you might see me and David with some facial contouring looking like Mario Lopez. So <laughs> you never know, guys. If if you see me pulling up with, ve- like, I know my jawline is, is all right, but if you see the jawline looking super snatched one day, don't ask questions, all right? Yeah, it just happened. All right, it was all natural. <laughs> I've been doing neck sit-ups, okay? <laughs> neck ups. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching. Uh, make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, follow Robin Couch on Instagram too. She'll she if she she said if she gets enough followers, she'll start posting more butt pics. All right, so yep. she'll fart in the cup and send it to you, yep. Etsy style, for ten dollars. Bye. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food.